When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it certainly is. Welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews, mm. and our great mate Scotty Sattler popping into the studio uh, tonight. Boys, welcome. Matty, first of all, welcome to Sports Day. Oh, mate, it's uh, it's a, it's, uh, I'm, I'm speechless uh, to see my, my mate sitting beside me. Um, yeah. So, Sat, yeah. Um, you rang me this morning and I, I was blown away when you said, hey, Jace, what do you think? Should I come in, have a chat? And I said, mate, it's up to you. And it takes a lot of courage for you to come in. And uh, given the state you're in and your, your family and, and, and the pain you must be going through after losing your dad yesterday, mate, it's only, it's, it's only what, just been over 24 hours. Um, yeah, mate, I'm surprised to see you. Yeah, I, I, thanks, guys. And uh, I listened to the show this morning, actually. So thanks for your, your tribute. Yes, that was outstanding. Um, sorry if I keep breaking down. <laughs> hey, you're right, yeah. mate. You're right. I keep on. taking deep breaths. But um, I, I just felt as though that I want to start celebrating him. Yeah. Yeah, for so long now, so many people would would see me in the street and say, how's dad going? And you got to try and explain, oh, he's not that great. You know, he's battling you know, dementia. And and when it, was, when it happened yesterday, I... You know, obviously there's that, that real grieving process which we'll go go through for a while at the moment. Um, but I, I just want to start celebrating how how good of a guy he was. Yeah. You know, everyone talks about his rugby league career. And, you know, growing up as a kid, I looked at him as a fan, mm. as we do, Rat, don't you? Absolutely. I, you you go you? to these events and and you see your dad getting stopped by everyone. Yeah. And, and my dad and... Your dad was in pubs as well, so very special <laughs> people, the publicans back in mm. the day, and it means they're great with people and they give their time. Mm. Sometimes their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness, which means they give all their time to everyone else. Yeah, except their wrong, the wrong people. So yeah. think, oh, what about me? So, yeah, I, I used to love watching him just just give everyone his time. And so, yeah, I want to start talking about – everyone knows how great of a rugby league player he was, how great of a leader he was. Yeah, my greatest memories of how he tried to shape me as a as a young man, watching the way that he just was with people. And I always use this this quote that you know they said, "What was it like growing up in pubs with your dad?" And I said, "He he taught me to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister." Yeah. In in the one conversation, so yeah, guys, I'm still going to do a lot of grieving. I've I've never cried so much in my life, but um, I just want to start talking about him as a guy. Yeah, mate, and I mean our dads. I'll, I'll 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 put money on it that your old man could be talking to someone, and you could go up to him and go, "You'd be like he'd, he'd known him for a year, for years." Mm. You know, when you meet him five minutes ago, yeah, and that's that's what they were like back yeah, in the day. Gary you know? Morgan, who you know through yeah. rugby, Ratton, who I, you know, we I knew him through our fathers. We played against each other, and and I got to play with Garrick at the Crushers, and we've remained very good friends. And he texted me today. Sorry to hear about you know condolences to your family. 
what I loved about your father is he made you feel like the most special person in the room. Mm. Wow. Bob McCarthy used to always say he looks like a choir boy, but he played like the devil. Mm. Yeah. And he said, I've, I've in so many time stats that I've been on the field with him. The perfect teammate, really. Per- yeah. I heard you say that yesterday. You know, yeah. he, 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 I looked at him the way that he was with his teammates and, and I just, if I could understand why Clive made him captain in 67 and, and why it was such a big gamble, but he saw he was one of the only people that saw something in him. But Bob McCarthy used to always say, you know, he looks like a choir boy, plays like the devil. He said because I'd see him on a Sunday afternoon at Redfern, try and maim people who who were trying to stand over his teammates. And he said, and within half an hour after the game finishing, I, we'd walk out the front of Redfern Oval, and he'd be helping some old lady across Chalmers Street to the <laughs> Leagues Club. And he said it was just, you know, just such a contrast to the guy that you saw on the field who. You know, he's famous for, you know, everyone says he broke his jaw in the grand final. He actually, he actually smashed it in three places, you know, and, and every, he's famous for that. But, you know, he was a tremendous rugby league player outside of that, a great team man. But, um, you know, just, yeah, just, just one of the real good guys. And so many people have, have texted me today and have said, yeah, I used to go and see him at the, the pub, the Stratty Hotel that he had or the Queen's Hotel or the Cecil or the Pacific or the, the Runcorn, the Lawton, the Redcliffe Hotel all these pubs that we ran over the years and, and we lived in those pubs as well. And so many people have reached out and just sort of said, you know, he just, he just made me feel so special when I came into the pub. He always knew what I drank and he treated me like I was the most important person in, in the world. So that's, we've had a lot of people reach out uh, to us over the last 24 hours and have wanted us to pass on, uh, you know, their condolences to you. And I told you about a couple today on the phone. And, but we had people last night texting us and even though they copped a wallop, from your old man in the pub, particularly running nude. But, you know, you go, come on, put your clothes back on and just sit over there and shut up. You know, yeah. like everyone said he did it with affection. And everyone's yeah. got a John Sattler story. Yeah, you know, he, he, he did. He touched a lot of people emotionally because he just, he wanted to help people. He just always wanted to help people. He did. He did, yeah. And, mm. and as, I, as we just said, Matty, our father's, their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness. Yeah. And as sons, we know their weaknesses. Yep. Um, from the outside, people see this this great person, which they are. But then as a, as a child, sometimes you're craving their attention, but they're, you know, they're so hell-bent on trying to help everyone else because they know that they're there to secure and protect their family. How did you, how did you go with that, Satch, as a, as a young boy coming up? And, like, I mean, John Sattler is just known – by everyone is like the toughest human to, you know, lace on a footy boot. So how did you go with it playing as a young kid? Like it, As a kid, I was okay. My mum copped grief yeah. from other junior club parents. Right. Um, and to the point where I used to get physical on the sideline where she'd be attacked. And, <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, she, did she break anyone's jaw? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she only broke a nail, that's it. But, um, you know, and, and he never, he never entered his, into my football career. He never tried to give me a lot of. You know, had a lot of advice. Jared mm. Wallace's dad, Craig Wallace's, and I were are very good friends, and and um, we played. We were the front rowers in the under nineteen runaway bay team. We'd gone through the whole season undefeated, and we played Blamble Jets in the grand final at Seagull Stadium, yeah. and we were losing at halftime. I remember we were walking into the dressing sheds, and my dad was waiting outside the dressing sheds, which he never did. Unusual, right? And he said to me, "If you lose this grand final, it's because of the two front rowers. It's always about the front rowers." And I looked at Wall, and Wall looked at me, and we went out and played like Arthur Beetson in the second half, both of us, and, and won the game. And yeah. he texted me about that today. And um, you know, I, I never, I actually, 
you know what, Ratton? I don't know whether you're the same. I never struggled with living in the shadow. I no, I, I, I didn't. I no. actually, I I, used, I liked it. I used it as a privilege. I reveled it. I and, reveled in it. Yeah. And also, it meant that people were going to watch you far more closely than yeah. anyone else. So it sort of put a bit of pressure on a sense that you just got to be at your best. Yeah. So. You know, he always taught me make sure you got the firmest handshake in the room, which I've tried to push onto my son as well. And yeah, I you know I, I just want to start celebrating his life now. Didn't it's you, great. Sorry, it's no, a, you go. It's right. great those those anecdotes that our, our dads teach us. You know, I, I was just, you know the same. You know, your dad stand up when you shake someone's hand, look them in the eye, firm handshake, all those little things that you know we you know that we talked about your, your dad's beautiful song, the South, the, the oh. victory song that he sang. You listen to the words of that song, you say that's. They're, they're, they're the words of a bygone era. They're, they're, yep. you, they don't sing those songs today. Yeah. But they were different men back then. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I, I was with a young man the other day and, you know, some, a, a guy came in. It was an important person he had to meet. He didn't stay in his seat, put his hand up to shake his hand. Mm. I'm just sitting there thinking, this, who hasn't taught this kid to stand up and shake someone's hand? Mm. Like, you know, the things that our dads taught us that you remember and you pass on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the legacy that they leave us. You know, and it's up to us to carry on that mantle. Yeah. yeah. He's left a good legacy, Sax, because you're a good bloke. Um, and you've got a wonderful family as well. I, lo- I love the stories. And, and I try to explain some of these last night to Rat. And I can't do them justice. But, mm-hmm. Oh, I've, but, I've uh, heard I've heard a lot about this kangaroo. Mate, uh, the, the stories, kangaroo. The sto- I, don't, I can't remember half the stuff you've told me on here and half the stuff you told <laughs> me off here. But, mate, I, I want, you know, you want to celebrate your dad's life. He, he was a tough man on and off the field, as we know. Can can you tell us some stories? I, in particular, can we start with the coat of arms? Yeah. Can we? I love this story. Yeah. So, um, when Hamilton Island first started, Keith Williams was a yep. guy that bought Hamilton Island, and and there was a guy on the Gold Coast, the Beatty family, who had all these kangaroos, emus. They had all this wildlife, and and um, Keith Hamilton bought the wildlife to send them up to Hamilton Island on his boat, and so we used to keep our horses there. My sister was a really good horse rider, and anyway. Um, the Beatty said to Dad, hey, can you help us come and transport all these animals into a truck so we can take up to Brisbane to put it on the on the boat? And Dad said, yeah, no worries. So he went out there and they got a few on and then the, the sun started going down and it was getting really dark and there's no light in the back of the truck and and he'd get the kangaroos and sorry to any of the animal activists out there, but, <laughs> but you know, it was a different time. It was. And so Dad would get the kangaroos up to the edge of the the truck and they'd look in the truck and see how dark it was and they'd, they'd try and push push back. But as you know, the coat of arms, the reason why they're facing each other, the emu and the kangaroo, is because they don't take a, a backward step. So they'd sort of – and anyway, he'd, he'd get them up and he said, right, I'm going to get up in the truck. You get them up. And as they get in, I'll sort of, I'll sort of you know, give them a whack around the chops. <laughs> and while they're stunned, we'll, we'll get them up the back of the truck. <laughs> and so he did this to one, to two, and then all of a sudden he said, I – you know when you feel like something, someone or someone's watching you? He said, has anyone got a torch down there? I just don't know how much room we've got up here. And anyway, someone's shone a torch up and he said, I was standing there and I was just surrounded by all these big red kangaroos and emus. And he said, all of a sudden they just attacked me. And he said, I was swinging and I was throwing rights and lefts and hooks and uppercuts. And he said, I, I reckon I collected a couple of them. I reckon a couple of them actually had to step backwards that night. But I remember as a kid hearing hearing all this commotion late at night. And I remember waking up and walking through the house and there was this, this blood stain going all up the middle of the house like someone had been stabbed. 
<laughs> and I walked into the bathroom and dad just had scratches and chunks of meat out of his whole body where the emus and kangaroos had beaten him up. He said, said, you know what? I played for Australia. I've represented my country. I just got beaten up by the coat of arms. <laughs> good. Uh, he's, a few good stories. Is there's been troubles in his pubs and that along the way, and he's had yeah, to sort some stuff living out. Living the pubs was a great life. You know, I'd never give that back. It's as I said, it gave you the chance to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister, and in the one afternoon, and and um, and you know, every Friday night, all these ladies would would always say to me over the years, "Oh, your dad was always so polite." I'd always go into the pub on a Friday night, and he'd always have a red rose there for me. But what they didn't realise is that. Dad had all the tradies in there on a Friday harbour and the wives and girlfriends would come to pick them up. And, of course, he didn't want them to leave because he enjoyed their company so much. He wanted the pub to be full. He used to get the, fa- the flower lady to come round at 5 o'clock every Friday afternoon with a tray full of roses. So he'd buy them all a rose, which forced them to stay and have one or two more drinks <laughs> yeah, nice. and let their husbands stay. So um, Cost him two bucks, made ten. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, but the, you know, living in the pubs are great and – you know, he was a non-drinker. He didn't drink at all but during his, throughout his career. When he retired in 75, he was 33 years of age. And his first year out of retirement, Carlton United Breweries asked him to go and run a pub in Gladstone. And he had to go and clean up this pub called the Young Australian. Yeah, we had text messages about this last yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So he went up there as a non-drinker and, wow. and he was still super fit. Yeah. And from 1976 all the way through his last days in the pub, which was only – you know, 10 or 11 years ago, there was always someone on a Friday night that would turn up to try and win back the title. <laughs> yeah, they'd, right. they'd have a lot under their belt and they'd say, you know what, where's Sattler? I'm going to go test him out. So, um, you know, but, uh, you know, a few of his teammates, the ones that are still around have reached out. Um, Elwyn Walters, who was a great hooker, played one comps with South and, and then went over the Roosters and won comps with Arthur Beetson in 74, 75. He's, he's still around... Uh, Orb, uh, and uh, his daughter Kendall, who I get on really well with, rang me yesterday, and and he's not travelling too well himself, Orb, and and she went to tell Orb that you know Dad had passed away, and he said, oh, I've lost my whole front row, because no. mm. Lurch O'Neill's gone. And, yeah, mm. Sats, you used to you used to irk your old man though when you were growing up, because you used to you used to run around the house pretending you're Bobby Mack, weren't you, Bobby McCarthy? <laughs> he used to wear, his <laughs> and he jerseys. didn't like that, did he? He used to wear your dad's jerseys. Mate, I did. You know, you know, I, yeah, oh, mate, I used to wear my dad's uh, 1980 State of Origin jersey to training as like a 14-year-old, not realising what it was. I don't even know where it is now. How about that? Like, I've got a few be- beauties on the wall, but, yeah, I used to wear them and, you know, pretend to be him or, you know, one of his teammates. Yeah, he used to hate I used to run around and go, <laughs> it goes from Sattler onto Pittard. On to Sims. It's a long pass out to McCarthy. And McCarthy, there he goes, McCarthy, the bustling second rower. And I'd be like eight or nine years of age. And he'd go, how come you're Bobby McCarthy? You know, I played as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, we've got to tell, we've got to tell um, Rat this story and our listeners, of course, too. Um, uh, I know your sister's overseas at the moment, Lisa. Is she okay? Is she good? Yeah, she's broken her arm. And she can't come back because she's got to get surgery, right. which is killing her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I rang her yesterday, you know, I was in the room when dad passed away and uh, when he took his last breath and, you know, I walked out of the room and rang my wife back straight away. And then I rang my sister who's in Canada, seeing her daughter and, um, yeah, she's just distraught. You know, we, we, like anyone would be when mm. you can't be there for whatever yeah. reason. You know, and 
Um, so yeah, she's and and then yeah, I rang my mum, and my mum and dad have been separated for about twelve or thirteen years, but they're still very good friends. And and um, I, I got to say, last night outside of you guys, there's been a lot of people that have put up some great tributes, whether it's social media, um, on the news outlets, and and um, and the guys on NR360 last night, Braith and PK and and Buzz, uh, and also Brent Reed did a, did a tremendous testimonial as well, and. I just want to thank everyone for all the all the well wishes. Mate, it's, our pleasure. It's been great. There's one more story I want you to tell. Yeah. Remember he was on Kangaroo Tour and your sister was born? Yeah, my, da- my sister was born on December the 27th, 1967. This story may offend people too. Yeah, it will. <laughs> and, um, and they went over the week after the grand final. They'd won the comp in 67, his first year as captain. And then they named, they named the Kangaroo teams back then on the night of the grand final. And, and they still only did it not so long ago still. And... Um, they went away the week later and they were away for four and a half months. So they went October, November, December and came back in the first week, February. And my sister was born on the 27th. Now his roommates were Noel, Ned Kelly and Peter Gallagher. And they used to call their room Boys Town. <laughs> and, and anyway, dad never drank. So when Lisa was born, about three or four days later, what they call it, not a telegram, but some sort of, some sort of telegram photo mm. arrived and it was a photo of my sister. Now, my sister was the ugliest baby ever born. <laughs> right. Ever born. Like It's true. Yeah. <laughs> ugliest baby ever born. And and anyway. Um, I hope she's not listening. Yeah. She, <laughs> she gets sick of me selling the story. But and anyway, dad put this photo on his on his bedside table. And there was like three single beds and bedside table in between. And, and Noel Ned Kelly came up from having a drink. You know, he loved a beer. And he mm. goes, what's going on, Sats? He goes, oh, look, Ned. My, my wife, Barb, just gave birth to our first daughter, and look, her name's Lisa. And look, at isn't she beautiful? And Noel Kelly, you know, to try and paint an image, he looked at the photo and he, he put the photo away further, like, you know, to get your eyesight right, then he pulled it closer. <laughs> he said, that is the ugliest effing kid I've ever seen. It's got a bastard head pig on it like its father. And so Peter Gallagher left the room and Noel and Dad went toe-to-toe for about 10 minutes in the room. They reckon the room was absolutely total. Oh, so mate. He didn't get to see my sister until the first week of February. By that time, she was uh, she was pretty then. Yeah, right. Mate, we've um, got Jason Demetrio, the head coach of he's, Souths, coming up next. He's a great man. And he did not hesitate coming on no. tonight. And we'll have a chat to him. We're going to go down the family uh, this week to Arkell Stadium to, to watch Souths and Manly. And I've been talking to Souths today and they've got a commemorative jersey for this weekend, hopefully, which Dad was famous for his grand final jersey in '70, which had half a rabbit ripped off. Yep. So they're going to try. That's to have the half missing jersey. Yeah, it's still missing, and um, and you know he's asked to be cremated as well. That was part of his funeral plan, and you know, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we can take some of those ashes and and sprinkle them on um on Redfern Oval and have a memorial there. And um, he, he was always asked, he always wanted his ashes to be next to his mum and dad's. In his little hometown of Curry Curry, yep. Western Newcastle, which we'll do that. And um, and I asked South Sydney today, we want to put something on his on his coffin. And Mark Ellison, who's been so good, Mark is the general manager of footy at South, former mm. South legend himself. And he just said, you know, how about the commemorative jersey that we play in this week that our captain and number thirteen, which was Dad's number, Cam Murray. How about we drape that jersey over it? And I just wow. yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be good enough for the club. Oh mate, that's um, that's very league. moving, Sats, and yeah, and and mate, so well deserved. And mate, I'm sure when you have that tribute down at uh, at Redfern um, to your old man, there'll be thousands that'll show up.
to show their respects and um, uh, it would be a, a more fitting place to spread some of your dad's ashes. Yeah. Spread some of my dad's on, on Endeavour Field. Endeavour Field. Uh, <laughs> Endeavour Field. Wow. Not Shark Park, Endeavour Field. <laughs> Great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, guys. I really no, appreciate mate. your support. I hope you're okay. And, and thank you, listeners, very much for all your messages. There's a lot of love out there for, for John Satley, yourself and your family, Sat. Yep. So go well. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, on, and by the way, um, there will be a tribute, a one-hour tribute to John Sattler uh, this Saturday on SCN Queensland stations and on and on uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney. Um, there'll be different times, but it'll be in the lead-up to the South uh, Manly game on Saturday night. You'll hear from Craig Coleman, Bobby McCarthy, Jason Demetrio, Ron Coote, Nick Pappas, and, of course, Sats himself. Uh, one thing I do want to play to you before we go to a break, because we want to chat to Jason Demetrio, was Tugger. We had him on last oh, night, Craig Coleman. Oh, this morning. He's outstanding. And, yeah. and right. his memories of, of your dad, John. Where does John Sattler fit into the into the South Sydney you know, history and the story? What does, oh, he, what does he, he mean to he, South Sydney? He is South Sydney. He means everything. And you know, I, I get goosebumps talking about him because he, he meant so much to all of us. And, you know, he, he was our, our leader, our hero. And the legend, you know, and he, he will never, ever be forgotten. And uh, I was very lucky to grow up through that era. And, um, you know, we never had much as kids in Redfern in, in them days, but, but we had our footy side. And, um, you know, I, I remember as a kid at, at the SCG, I'd, I'd go on the hill there and you see him, you, you first see him coming down the members' stairs because South played there quite often. The biggest roar ever would come down when you see Sats leading them down the stairs, the famous stairs of the SCG. And yeah. I remember as a, as a kid saying, I'm going I'm to come down them stairs like Sats one day. And, hmm. you know, he, he inspired us. You know, to chase our dreams and, um, you know, it's just, um, mate, you know, he's supposed to live forever, you know, heroes yeah. live, live on forever and uh, that's what we always thought that's what, and, um, yeah, I'm just so, so, so sad. There you go. Well, God need another front row up there to, <laughs> for, uh, for Lurch and, and Arthur Beetson and, yep. and took Raper at lock and so he's got another one up there for his bench. You betcha. Yeah. We love you, mate. Take care. Thanks, guys. All right, this is Sports Day. Back in a moment with Jason Demetrio, head coach of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Scotty Sattler just joined us uh, for the start of the show, sharing some wonderful stories mm. about his dad, John, and, yeah, amazing stories. I never get sick of hearing them. Right? No, what a club. How funny is that? I just got beat up by the coat of arms. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jeez, I'll tell you what, the text machine has blown up to 0457. 736 736. Uh, we're just waiting on Jason Demetrio to get on the line. Brisbane Eel, Sats, I hear you loud and clear. Mum passed away after four years of battling uh, Louis body dementia in December last year. We take each day as it comes, but yes, we need to celebrate their lives now. They are at peace. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, so another subtle tribute, Sats. My mum loves house and loved your dad. He was a great man, and you come across as a champion bloke who I look forward to one day having a beer with. I'm your number one fan who refers to you as a comic genius, much to Woogie's angst. That's from Adrian at Rouse Hill. Yeah, lots of great messages coming mm. through. Uh, beautiful stuff listening to all this, lads. Credit to you, Sats, and love to all the family. What a great, great man. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Absolutely. John, John and Scott. And, and you know what comes across, uh, Woogie, when, I, when, when you sit here and, and you say he's a, he's a great footballer, he's a better bloke, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we all know how good a footballer he was. Yep. But he was a better bloke. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's that's what you want in a person. You know, you, you, sometimes you can meet your idol and you're bitterly disappointed. Yeah. That wasn't the case with John Sattler. No. And, and you can tell, mate. You can tell by the family. when you, yep. you know, We know the family and they're just wonderful people. And Sats' kids are great as well. And yeah. Well, it says yeah, this, this text here, Sats, my condolence. Quite a few times at Sacred Heart Church, Fairways Drive, I would go and see your dad, Johnny, at the end, at the left end of the pew and have a chat. A beautiful, gentle human. Sincerely, Rousey, a.k.a. Bondi, Bondi from Bondi Jack. Yeah, um, lovely. Yeah, Afternoon, legends. Thank you for sharing your story, Scott. It's been amazing to hear. You have amazing strength and we'll all admire and thank you. It's been incredible listening the last couple of days with all the stories. That's from the Radelaide Rooster. Yeah, and here's, here's one from Gladstone. Hey, Sats, the people of Gladstone Hearts, and prayers are all with you and your family, mate. When your dad ran the Young Australian Hotel and touched the lives of many, and he will always be held in high regard. The tributes are flowing, and he will always be remembered. Handbone from, from Gladdy. Yeah, and uh, the reptile on the text too. Evening, guys. To a South man like myself, John Sattler is an immortal, and I truly believe that the myrtle is John's sweat and tears. The cardinal is his blood. Rest in peace, great man. Wonderful text messages coming through for a wonderful man in John Sattler. We're going to take a break, hopefully, on the other side of this. Jason Demetrio, head coach of South Sydney Rabbitohs, joining us next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler has left the building. He was here before, and you've got Matt Rogers and Jason Matthews yes, here you have. for tonight. Hey, this is just a quick text here from Mark. Is the NRL going to have a one-minute silence at every home game this weekend? All the best of the Sattler family in this difficult time. R.I.P. Uh, John... John the legend. I would be shocked if they didn't. I reckon they would. Yeah, I mean that's that, that is probably a given. Um, I know probably every uh, rugby league uh, player this weekend will be wearing black armbands for for John. It's, uh, no doubt, South will be doing something. If um, if if it comes off like Sats has said, that jersey with the with the half rabbit, incredible. Oh yeah. You know that jersey's still missing. We we talked about that about a year or two years ago, and that jersey is actually still missing. I think. Um, I think we've finally got the uh, the busy coach yes, from the Rabbitohs, oh, Jason Demetrio, on the line. JC, you there? Yeah, hey, evening, guys. Sorry about that. No, no, all no good. Problem. We know we know you're busy, and we've just had Sats in sharing stories about about John tonight, mate. So it's given us a chance to to wipe our eyes and and get ready for for our for our interview, which is no doubt a tough week, not only for the Sattler family but for for the Rabbitohs club. Jace, uh, explain to our listeners what John Sattler means to South Sydney. Yeah, I think it's hard to put into words uh, what he means to the club and that era of player means to the club as well. But um, since my time at the club, or growing up as a football lover, you know, Sattler name was entrenched in uh, rugby league folklore. And then to work at a place like South Sydney, you quickly come to understand why. And there's a fair amount of passion from our supporters and, um, you know, John's time at the club, not only as a player, but what he did in terms of leading the march to get the club back in um, to the NRL and what he showed, 
how much the club meant to him has left a lasting legacy and there's no doubt what he brought to the club is etched in the four walls inside Redfern and uh, we'll be sure to take that uh, with us to Heffron as well when we move. Yeah, uh, Jace, it's Matt Rogers, mate. I just, mate, John was such a tough man on the field and such a, a giving and caring man off it. He'd do anything for his teammates. And his legacy is one that's sort of, is it one that you use as an example for your current playing group? Is it one that you sort of, that the boys are aware of? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's the history is a big part of uh, our club, and we talk often about it. And the players that have left their mark before us uh, was part of our talk. Some of our discussions that we had when we did a walk from Redfern Heffron in the preseason as part of our culture building for our young players to understand the history. And um, yeah, I, I think it's a big part of what makes us a club. You know, without yeah recognising the history, then you don't, you're not a club. You're just a, a group of players that are playing for a certain time. But uh, we're more than that. And, um, the players are really strong in having a voice in and around that to make sure they carry that history with them. Yeah, but John's contribution to the club was, was enormous. And uh, I even remember last year in the final series and uh, Sass sending me a message um, from John saying that was old school Rabbitohs when we beat the Roosters in the final. So he was still... Uh, up until then, really enjoying watching the Bunnies play. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mate, look, it's it's, it's a tough week for South fans, uh, for South players, for the coaching staff, and anyone involved with the club. Mate, how – I mean, it's going to be tough to manage. How, how are you going to, I guess, temper the emotions? Because, I mean, it can be a pretty exhausting week with all this emotion sort of flowing. Uh, is there, Have you got any plans to sort of try to keep the guys protected – um, away from sort of, I guess, anything that's going to sort of wear them out too much prior to what is going to be a huge moment uh, when you take the field against Manly on the weekend? Yeah, I think, you know, for us, we'll talk about it tomorrow when we get in. Obviously, the players are off today, so uh, it's a day-on-day-off week, so it sort of gives, gives them a bit of space between sessions and press and stuff that they have to do on training days. But um, And I want, I want it to be a celebration. I want us to celebrate... Uh, the great things that he brought to our club on the field and off the field. And uh, I think the players will embrace that pretty well and, and use that as a little bit of extra motivation. You know, it's, the players are fairly motivated anyway, but uh, when you're putting on that tribute jersey, I'm sure that it, it'll mean a lot to them uh, come Saturday night. Yeah, gee, there will be a lot of uh, emotion oh, Saturday night right. at a corner. I know a lot, we have a lot of South fans who listen to this show. Uh, Jason, and, and no doubt they'll be there in their droves uh, on Saturday night. And it's great to hear that commemorative jersey. Uh, Sats did have a discussion with Mark Ellison today and the half the bunny, of course, it is the famous missing jersey of John Sattler's. And if that's if that's what the team are wearing uh, this Saturday night, mate, I've got chills just talking about it as a Rabbitohs fan. Yes. Again, you know, you have moments in your career where you get to represent more than yourself and um, this is one of those occasions that I know the players will really look forward to. And as an old club, we get to be the ones that show what John's legacy meant to us and uh, make sure our supporters understand that he's still a big part of our club. Do you want to talk some footy? Um, great game against the Roosters last week. It was an amazing game of football. Tough, fast, mm. a bit of niggle out in the middle. We, we heard about that last night uh, from, from the Roosters. Uh, Cody was the target of that, is there much to make out of that? Have you had to spend any time with Cody Walker this week just to calm him down a bit, Jason? Oh, not really. I mean, obviously, there's discussions we have in and around 
um, some behaviours that we, we, you know, we want to make sure that we're about as a club. But look, Cody's frustration comes from our lack of execution. You know, we we had three clear cut chances and we didn't turn them into points, and the clock was getting away from us. So that was probably a big reason why he was frustrated. And then it sort of boiled over in the end that you know Cam was um, you know disappointed with some things that happened on the field, and that boiled over. But up until that point, I thought I, thought, I felt the game was played. Um, in a great spirit, was aggressive, intense. Uh, both sets of players handled themselves pretty well. Yeah, mate, look, you, you've got a big game this week. You're trying to, um, you know, get back into the winner's circle. You've got a few middles that are out. Um, it's going to create some opportunities for some other players to come in. Um, is there any concerns? Is there any uh, long-term concerns with uh, your players that will be missing this week? Oh, not long-term, you know, the most... The most is about six to eight weeks. And then we've got Saliva Havili and Liam Nyman barking around those times as well. But, yeah, I'm not sure, mate. How much weight have you put on, mate? You fancy a game? <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate uh, I wouldn't run out of sight a dark night at the moment, mate. Mind <laughs> you, the amount of cakes you bought the Savo, Matty. I, I think give him a couple of weeks. Jason, yeah. he'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate. <laughs> well, you, the, the style of, minutes, mate. mate yeah, the style of football you guys are playing is exciting. But it's also – it creates, uh, I, I guess – there's a little bit of of risk associated with it. Um, you know, I haven't seen a team sort of put together an 80-minute display this year yet. I mean, it's early in, in the season, but obviously that's the goal. Uh, you're working on sort of your completion yeah. rates and, and sort of getting your attack on. Is that is that the big focus for you this week? Yeah, well, our focus for the start of the season has been defence. Our pre-season focus was that, and we're, we're sitting just up there with the top four clubs in, in terms of defence. And we've played three of the toughest teams in the competition away from home. So we're, we're pretty settled with how we're going defensively. And yep. um, off the back of that, obviously, you're not probably focusing as much on your attack. And that comes a bit more naturally to us. And uh, But we don't want to shy away from the fact that we want to play footy once we get opportunities to play. And although we bombed three opportunities, I felt we probably left another three or four opportunities out there that we didn't take. Um, we sort of sat back a little bit. So my message this week is when we've created that opportunity to pull the trigger, we need to pull it and, and back ourselves because that's what we do well. And that's what makes us a hard team to play against. And uh, as long as our defence is holding up, we'll give ourselves a chance. So uh, that's a big message this week. Geez, Lachlan Elias was really impressive in the in the first round game. He's he's, his he? attack was, was amazing. But geez, I was impressed with his defence last week against the, the Roosters, Jace. Oh, and again, the fact that you've been working on your defence as a team, you could really tell some of his tackles were outstanding. Yeah, you must be wrapped with where he is with his game right now. I mean, he's developing into a, just a great first-grade halfback, isn't he? Yeah, he has. Uh, he's got a great temperament. Um, as you know, Matty, it's, it's part of the battle when you get into first grade. And if you can hold your own up defensively, that keeps you a bit more level-headed as well. You're not stressing during the game because, you know, your defence is letting your teammates down. and He's doing that really well and you know, he's adding some little things to his game as well. I thought the try he created at the start for Keon was, was outstanding footy. And I think sometimes the biggest learn for him is just about how understand how he can contribute when we're on the back foot. And uh, that'll only come with experience, but I think it's something that'll, that'll grow in his game. Good luck against uh, Manly this Saturday night at a core stadium. And, and, and unbelievable the, the fact that, you know, John did pass away this week and you're taking on Manly. Uh, this Saturday night, you know, um, almost a reenactment of that 1970 grand final. So mm. uh, best of luck tonight. I, I'm sure uh, a lot of NRL fans, and, and particularly, obviously, the South Sydney fans, right behind the team this week. Best of luck, Jason. Yeah, good luck, mate. 
Darius Sands guys, a special occasion that we're looking forward to. Yeah, Thanks. There you go. It's Jason Demetrio, head coach of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It will be an emotional week at the club. Mate, it will gonna, be. It's, it's going to be um, a real... It's it's going to be a bit of a litmus test for the for the team if they can just to handle that emotion because you, you can wear yourself out before you get out there. Um, I, I think that you know hearing from Jason, then he seems like he's got a really good understanding of where his boys are at, and he'll have them ready. And you know they they understand the magnitude of the situation, they understand what it's all about, and mm. you know they'll they'll go out and they'll they'll put their best foot forward. I, I'm excited for the game. I'm excited for the tributes that, that John Sattler so richly deserves. Um, I'm excited to see the game honour a great man, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the game. It's going to be great. Yeah, well done, South. Uh, wonderful way to send off uh, a legend of the game. And, of course, SEM will have a one-hour uh, tribute to, to John Sattler as well. Uh, prior to that game on Saturday night, check your local guides in Queensland or New South Wales. You'll hear from Craig Coleman, Bobby McCarthy, Jason Demetrio will be on the show. Ron Coote, Nick Pappas, and, of course, Sats himself, who joined us early. It's the uh, John Sattler SEN's tribute to a rugby league icon. That'll be uh, Saturday afternoon before that big game at, uh, of course, Stadium between the Rabbitohs and Manly. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Matty Rogers. Jason Matthews here tonight, 0457 736 736. Uh, send us a text about anything you like tonight or you can call us 1300 01 1170. Felice Kafusi uh, is before the judiciary at the moment. And I know everyone in Brisbane is hanging on for this one, Rat, because does he play against the Broncos at a sellout Suncorp Stadium Friday night in what's been dubbed the Battle of Brisbane? Which I don't like. I don't. I don't like the name of it. Why? It's Brisbane. It's, 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 a, a, it's it is the battle of the two teams from Brisbane. What do you want to call it? The battle of southeast Queensland? No. Right. I, why does it have to be a battle? Well, 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 well like, come on. Well, what I about? Will come up with something better. All right. If anyone come up with something better, please, listeners, can you do the <laughs> job for me? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll keep you updated on his appearance before. The judiciary, we've got uh, a team of producers and us uh, re, uh, refreshing our screens uh, every minute. Mate, what's going on? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I tell you, I tell you I'm off sugar. Went to the doctor. The doctor said, mate, you've got to give up sugar. Amongst other things, I eat pizza, macas, <laughs> all these, but, and beer and all that sort of stuff. But, but, and then you go out the Savo to get some fresh milk. Yeah. And you've come back with about... Eight kilos of sugar treats. What's the go? Are you, was, are you teasing it was, me? It was comfort food for Sats. It wasn't for you. It's not all about you, Jason. Yeah, but I can smell the sugar. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> Lemon tarts and caramel slices. and Well, mate, just this is a test of your willpower. See how strong you are. Woogie and Rat, Sats' tribute to his old man is coming up shortly on NRL 360 tonight. That's from mm. Rooster Munger. I didn't know that was happening. Um... We've got plenty of texts coming through, a, a, a stack of them. Um, hi, Sats, Matt and Jason. Sats, 
what are some of the best memories of living in Curry uh, with your dad and family? Well, Sats has uh, now left. Uh, did you get to watch many local derbies between Cessnock and Curry? They're two teams that didn't like each other. That's from uh, Sporty Gav, one of our great listeners at 2HD in Newcastle. Rugby League heartland, isn't it, Cessnock? Curry, some great footballs that come out of there. RIP, thought and well wishes to you, Sats, and all the Sattler family. Cheers. Socks up. That's from 766. Uh, beautiful stuff listening to all this, lads. Credit to you, Sats, and love to all the family. What a great, great man that's come from, from Chris. Keep your text messages coming through. Uh, 0457 736 736. I guess we should just quickly run through some – do you want to talk about some ins and outs – um, for t- actually, you know what? You, you mentioned it in the ad break. Um, some stuff going on at uh, Manly. Tony Mestrov has declared the club will not release booming young forward Viliami Fafida to the Dragons. You like this? I do. I do. I mean, he's signed to the club. He's a, he's a great young talent. Um, if things, you know, go pear-shaped in their back row and they need someone to step up, then he's there. He's signed for that reason. Um, yeah, he's signed with St. George. But, what? like, there's too much of this... Letting these players go, I understand if it's if a, if a club needs to clear salary cap space and they want to release a player and you know it's all mutual. But if, you can't just put your hand up and say, "Okay, I want to leave. Um, I've just signed with another club. Can can I go?" It yeah. doesn't work like that. I mean, there are contracts in place for that reason. I mean, look, it's got to go both ways. But yeah, look, I I I, I agree with Tony Mestrov here. He's, he's declared the club will not release booming young forward Viliama Fafita to the Dragons. He's a great young player. He's contracted here for Manly for 2022, and we will not be releasing him. Fair enough. Fair no, play. I, I love that. And, and Melbourne Storm kind of lead the way on that, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You know, their players have signed with other clubs. Penrith did it as well. Mm. They just, no, we're not letting them go. Yeah. And, and the more we can – I know this used to get under Badger's skin as well – the more we let players do this and managers mm. do this, the more it's going to happen. I, I think I think at times um, there are reasons. Um, you know, players are living in another state and for family reasons and situations like that. But this is this is a crosstown rival. Yeah. You know, like it's not it's not like you know it's a family situation. This is just basically you signed, asked for a release. The club said no. Fair fair play. And the club's the one taking all the risk, aren't they? They're yeah. the ones putting the coin up. Yep. They're the ones signing these players. You can't have it both ways, guys. You cannot do that. By the way, of course, we're talking about the Battle of Brisbane, uh, which is happening on Friday night. The Battle of Brisbane. Broncos and Dolphins. Great name. I'm looking forward to this this, uh, this game, actually. What about the River City Rumble? Oh, there you go. See? See, Change it. I've got got your... Your creative juice is flowing. Have you? Must be all the sugar. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I'm high on smelling. That's what it is. Uh, Corey Jensen, front rower for the Broncos, joining us uh, real soon. He's on the bench this week. Yes. So well, he's, got, uh, he's got a fair, pe- oh, fair couple of players to compete with to get yeah, a starting spot, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. he'll be joining us too just after the break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to hour two of the show. The Rats and Jason Matthews here tonight. Well, Matt Rogers, I should say. What do mm. you do? Ah, uh, call me Rat, mate. Everyone calls me Rat. Right. But, well, but, friends call me Rat. Actually, call me Matt. Thanks. Actually, you um, you'll be doing the last laugh uh, tomorrow night. Not yeah. tonight. We're yeah, not do we'll it. leave. We'll leave it for tonight. It's, but I'll, I'll I'll jump in and I'll I'll do Sats proud tomorrow. I'll, I'll work on my material. But just a couple of texts about uh, your your. You know, the naming of the Battle of Brisbane. I don't uh, like it. I don't B- like Bondi it, Bondi Jack has said, Rat, they have no business calling this game the Battle of Brisbane. That moniker belongs to one of the code's most infamous and iconic games, the violent and bloody Ashes Test of 1971 at Lang Park. Yeah, good point. Good point. Actually, you know what? I'm going to – if we've got Corey Jensen joining shortly. I'm going to – there's this – I've got to play this. Yes! 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 Ugh, yuck. Uh, like or loathe. Apparently, this is a brand new segment that started last week. Again, when I wasn't here, mm. this hasn't got my sign off. Yeah, you I understand know. this? I was just like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I lost it when Sats kicked that off last week. Well, that's when Harry. Intro, that's when, when Harry met, met Sally. You yeah, just yeah, want to yeah, confirm yeah. that, right? Just want to the coffee. I'll have what she's Ghana. having. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the 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 what is it? The Battle of Brisbane. I don't like the name of it. Well, we've got a few other options here. We've got uh, 906s, you know, it's the Broncos versus the Dolphins. Could be called the Seahorse Siege. Loathe it. Loathe it. All right. What about this one? Um, the Port, Port and Crows play each other, calling the match the Showdown. So this can be called, this could be Hoedown 1 at Suncorp. What? Brisbane, or the hoedown. Brisbane is like a big country town. Yeah, but that leaves the... Uh, the hoedown. That leaves the dolphins out. <laughs> what are they going to do, ride a big... Yeah, they came to town, respect Balmazan, Duda. <laughs> People are going to ride in... I could see kiddies riding dolphins in the stadium. How, how about... This is, this is from Steve from Dubbo. How about we call Friday's game the frolic between friends? Would that better suit your taste, Woogie? Come on, Steve. Steve. from Dubbo. How dare you? How... Dare you? Well, we 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 asked our listeners to come up with something. They've they've thrown out some options. I don't mind the hoedown. Try, try, uh, listen, Daddy Vass. Is he yelling something da- from Daddy the Vass? Can cheap you seats? can you not yell out if you want to say something? Come in and get on the mic. Yes, be professional for God's sake. Jeez, where's Jack? Where's Mini Jack when we? Mm. Hey, it... Toronto Rod, uh, the Brisbane Bash. What about that? Mm. Like it. I don't mind that. RIP and NRO legend condolences to Scott. Cheers from Toronto, Rod. Is there a better name than the Brisbane Bash? Oh, and I'm not dissing the game. I'm really looking forward to the game. And I reckon the Dolphins, well, Felice Cafusi gets off tonight, they'll win. Oh, wow. That, you've, yep. you've claimed it. You've called it. Oh, yeah, the, the, Bris, the, the Battle of Brisbane just seems very lazy, doesn't it? It's just easy to come up with something. But, yeah, I, I'm... Um, I'm very excited for the game. I mean, it's round four. I'm excited for the context of the game. It, it mean, it's going to mean for both these teams probably very little at the back end of the year, but it's the first time these two teams yeah. meet. They're both undefeated. Yep. You know, it's going to be um, it's going to be a good hit out. Mate, right. it's massive for the city of and, Brisbane. And you it's... are tipping the Dolphins if Kafusi gets off, are you? Correct. All right. What are I, gonna... I've been super impressed by them. I'll 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 I'll, you, I'll, I'll bet you. 
You don't need any more money, a mate. A four-pack of do- donuts. No, you can't. And I, and I, no, and no, I will, no. I will, no, I will get you yeah. a sugar-free cookie. How's that? So- that sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> Honestly. Just give me a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did I say I hate? Did I tell you I hate my doctor? I, I did. I did go to this particular <laughs> coffee shop. Yeah, just when I got all that stuff. Do you have anything sugar free? She goes water. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> tell her not to do the gear. That's what we uh, do. Around. Seriously, I can't stand my doctor. Mm. I, I hate it when you go to the doctor and they say, "Jeez, you're a bit fat." Like, ser- what doctor says that, rat? What doctor says that to you? Well, mate, your doctor is trying to save your life. Oh, Fitzy's just come up with the Caxton, the Caxton Street Rumble. But what's that got to do with Redcliffe? The game is going to be, every year, that game is going to be played down the end of Caxton Street. Oh, I understand that. I know they're not going to play this. They're is. not going to play this game at Redcliffe ever. Yeah, but don't you need to have some bit of Redcliffe involved in the title? And is Redcliffe really a part of Brisbane? Ah, uh, Greater Brisbane. Well, it's really? like it's just like, it's like saying is Cronulla a part of Sydney? No, it's a di- uh, yeah, I don't know. you know, it, yes, it is the Greater Sydney. Um, I I I like that the Caxton Street Rumble. Well done, Fitzy. Uh, okay. It's your first good contribution for some time, <laughs> I must say. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Got a clever name for the Battle of Brisbane. Uh, throw it at us. We'd love to hear from your men involved in it. Uh, is joining us on the line right now. Michael Morgan gets his hands free and Jensen skids under the goal line and that might be good enough. Corey Jensen gets his first NRL try. Oh, there it is. Crossing for the very first. In fact, is that still only the only try? I, I better ask you. He's on the line now from the Brisbane Broncos. Corey Jensen. Corey, that's that's still not your only try, is it? It is, unfortunately. <laughs> We need these. We need. We need. We need the big boys crossing over. It's, we it's, do. A, it's a great sight in rugby league. See the front rows, front rows crush over. Some there are some try. I remember um, Ryan James just went on a try scoring spree a few years ago. They couldn't stop him. But um, mate, Corey, how you going, mate? It's a big week for you guys up there in Brisbane. How are you handling the uh, the build up to to what's going to be the biggest game of the season to date? Yeah, like you said, it's been. It is a pretty big build-up, but we're just sort of taking it as a normal week. Um, obviously, it's great for the town and great for the supporters um, around Brisbane. And like you said, it's going to be a first of what I think will be a rivalry going forward. So um, I think the fact that, that both teams are going really well to start the year is going to make it more intriguing. But I know the whole side will be looking forward to it come Friday. Yeah, mate, your, your, your front row is just, is such a young front row. I mean, you've got Thomas Flegler there. You've got Payne there, obviously. I mean, there's ex, there's some experience there yourself. What what sort of a difference did, did Marty come up from Manly? Um, you know, he's been around the game for a long time. What sort of difference has he made or has he settled down sort of the, the, the middle of the field, having him as a part of the Broncos outfit? Yeah, I think just that, like I said, that experience. Like we've got a very young squad, and and Marty himself has done pretty much everything in the game. So having that sort of older head um, brings a lot of calmness, I guess. Um, he sort of speaks up a fair bit in terms of that sort of rotation there, and um, got a lot of very what's the word like um, good middles, I should say. Um, Paddy's seeing what kind of year he had last year, and Payne probably the best middle going around right now and like I said Flex having another great season and I think Marty just being there is sort of bring that sort of level head and that 
uh, bit of experience to really sort of settle us down a little bit. Well, mate, he, he said that you guys have, have taken years off his life in terms of, you know, the, he's just jumping out of his skin enthusiastic, going to train him with all your young blokes. Do you give him a ribbon about how old he is? Oh, not really. I'm not that far off him. Yeah, it's hard to think of. I was going to say, it's hard to think of you as becoming one of the old boys too now, Corey. Yeah, and I think I can sort of second Marty to that. Like when I sort of came to the club and he's right and that there's such youth here and some, um, everyone's sort of trying to better each other and the forwards here, they're very young, but they're very athletic and very skillful and it sort of makes you want to go to that level too and kind of keep up with those younger guys and um, that's what I've been trying to do and I've sort of found so for Marty to say that I can sort of yeah agree with him there. We spoke to him a couple of weeks ago here on Sports Day didn't we Rad and he was talking about uh, getting his hair plaited by his wife and and uh, and then he massages her feet. Yeah, Costs him a foot rub. Yeah so <laughs> mate uh, ask him for a foot rub at training tomorrow see how that goes. <laughs> Alright I'll have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is there been much talk within the camp? I know everyone's trying to. I mean, Wayne's the master at keeping a lid on on big matches like this. What's Kevy been like with? I hate it. I hate this term, the Battle of Brisbane. But how's Kevy? Yeah, but oh, it it's, is. It's, it's two teams from Brisbane. I oh, know, really. I know well, what, that. Well, what else why can't we, we just call, call it a, the Battle of Sydney? No, just call it a game. Don't have to call Wake it a game. yourself, Jason. Just hang on a sec, Corey. We're just going to have an <laughs> argument. No, but but see, has, has, <laughs> has, has, has Kevy kept a lid on it? Yeah, yeah actually, actually, like you said, it is. I think it's a big game in terms of uh, um, having the two teams here in Brizzy. And I think it's like a great, great for the town. The, the crown will be buzzing. But same sort of kind of... Um, kept the lid on those kind of things and we're just trying to build each week and better in the areas that we can get better at and we've had a great start but we know that there's a lot of footy that we can still be better at and areas that we need to be better at again and um, so we're just sort of taking another game obviously the hype's going to be there and um, so it should be because both teams are going really well but yeah come Friday I know everyone will be ready and um, I think the, yeah everyone will be ready to go and you'll see what kind of game you know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for your former team, the Cowboys, because that used to be the, the Queensland rivalry, the, the Broncos versus the Cowboys. The, Dol- the Dolphins have said, hold my beer. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and they've become the new <laughs> the new rivalry, haven't they? A little bit, yeah. Like you said, um, I sort of played in a fair few of those derbies being on both sides. So I guess the Friday night is probably going to be very similar to one of those. And um, I think the, the hype around it is it's the first one to be done. So... Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's meant to be a sellout there. So um, looking forward to what the atmosphere is going to be like. And I guess they'll be a, a bit of a mini origin feel within the, the mm. town itself. So um, it should be a good game. Yep. Caxton Street will be packed uh, prior to the game. It'll be a good place to be. Uh, mate, can I ask you, I've got to ask you about your little live wire fullback, Reese Walsh. The last two weeks he's been... He's been amazing, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been super impressed with him. Mate, what's he like around the team? Is he a cheeky little bugger? He looks like he'd be a cheeky little bugger, annoying you big blokes and just telling him to give you the ball and that sort of stuff. Is he a fun guy to have around? Uh, he's not too bad. He's a very confident kid. I'll give him that. Um, he definitely likes to be confident back himself, but that's that's why he's so good. Um, you've sort of seen what he's done um, so far out there and that, he's got some brilliance in attack. Like, I think... What he's been really working on and 
um, it's, which is such great for a young kid, is that he wants to learn, wants to get better. And, like, defensively, his role, he knows he has to get better there with positioning and where to put us in that. And he works harder than anyone else at the club there. He's constantly doing video um, with Darius and those guys there to help him out. And he knows that's the area he has to get better at. And we've seen what he can do with the football, which is pretty special. And um, he's one of those special talents that is out there and wants to work and wants to get better, which is very exciting to see. Mate, I, uh, I think I, I know the answer to this question I'm about to ask you, but, um, <laughs> I mean, where, where is this game won and lost against the Dolphins? I mean, obviously, you know... On the field, mate. Yeah. Th- yes, Jason. Their strength has been, you know, really their, their middle and, and their edges. I mean, you know, is it... Is it you gotta, you got to win that battle up front to, to win this game, or have you got enough skill to win it just matching them there? Or do you, you need to get on top of them. Oh, yeah, like you said, I think most people say that most games are one in the middle and the back determined by how much. So um, it, it is all up to us, and they've got quite an experienced pack. You see the, the Bromwich brothers there and Kapusi and that. Um, they've come from a great system, and they've really ignited that side and sort of brought them together. And I know young Tommy there from up north, he'll be a bit of a firebrand come the Friday night. So they've got a pack there that we sort of have to get on top of, and and we see our sort of side, and we've got a, a strong pack, and that's one of our strengths. And I think whoever can get there and the over top of one another on Friday night will help this side go a long way to winning. And yeah. we find out soon whether Felice Cafusi will be mm. fronting for the Dolphins. And, and little Billy Walters says, we want him in that side. We want to play him. So, you know, you do want to beat the best, don't you? So uh, that adds another little bit of drama to this game on, on uh, Friday night, Corey. It does a little bit, but I'm back up Billy there. Like, you want to play the best players. And um, i seen the, the, the tackle there, and I, I hope he gets off. Um, I don't think it's deemed to have three match ban there for him. So uh, we'll obviously see what happens tonight there. And, um, yeah, we're, taking a, we're expecting him to play. We're sort of trained and performed and um, expecting him to be there. And um, he's a force for them, but they'll want him to be there. So I guess we'll see what happens well, tonight. Well, mate, you want him to be there so you can just prove you're the better team, right? You don't want them to have any. You don't want them to have any excuses to say, "Oh, yeah, but if we had had police, or if we had had, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." You know what I mean? Like that's. I mean, as a as an athlete, as a player, and, and I'm, you know, you mentioned it, Corey. Like, you, you want to play against those best players, those, those top players. So yeah, good on you, mate. We're, we're excited for the game. It's going to be oh, fantastic. It's going to be an absolute ripper, Corey. I just want to mention one thing before you go, and please don't take this the wrong way. I've spoken to you a few times over the last few years, mate. You've lost your Townsville twang. What's happened? You sound more sophisticated now you live in the big smoke. Oh, there you go. Well, I think that's probably just me trying to fit in a little bit. I'm still a bit lost here. <laughs> down here. Mate, no, no. uh, don't, don't, old... don't let them change you, mate. Don't let them change. Don't let them change you. We love you, Corey Jensen from the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, it's going to be a ripper of a game on Friday night. Good luck on those away change rooms. That must be weird for the Broncos. It's Uncorp Stadium playing in the the away change rooms. Good luck against the Dolphins Friday night, mate. No worries. Thanks, guys, for having me. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Because I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. TLT. And I'll win the fight. Kids love this song, don't they? TLT. You're going to sleep over there. I'm just... I'm still mortified at this intro. It's a teamless Tuesday. That's what the TLT stands for, of course. And it is. It is the most popular intro we have on our show. Welcome back to Sports Day. Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews in right. Um, on the Felice Cafusi decision. Final... He is, mate, he, he cannot be He's... suspended for that tackle. He just can't. Like, it, it is – it goes against every fibre of my being that he will miss rugby league football for that tackle on Jackson Hastings, it just it just should not be happening. Okay. You're right? All right. Okay. If that was a New South Wales play, you'd be going, Mate, six hang weeks. On. Six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> no, it's not that. You it's, would. I would not. You would say. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an unbiased s- broadcaster now, Jason, and I, <laughs> I'm saying there is no way. I mean, he, he launches at him when he's in that motion of passing the ball. Oh. He pulls out of the tackle. He doesn't oh. go on with it. He doesn't hit him in the head. He should be off and playing this week. It will be And a he travesty. should be given an apology he should by, be. by the judiciary being, he should, he and the should, match review committee. He should sue yeah, for defamation. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Uh, yeah, anyway. uh, Teamless Tuesday, quickly, let's run through these because we haven't got much time. Yep, yep. Uh, Cam, uh, by the way, if you missed our chat earlier with Sats, uh, we're going to finish the show with that tonight. Lovely uh, stories about his dad tonight and mm. uh, amazing stuff. Cameron Munster returns this week to the Storm. Yeah, bit big in for them. If if he, I mean, I, I did read he's got to get a clearance from his specialist, but I, I've got very little doubt that he'll be playing this week given the state of affairs down there in Melbourne. Nico Hines, big one, back for the Sharks. Um, Trindle to the bench. Um, I thought that would be the case. Um, Nico was in uh, outstanding form in the trials and in his uh, All-Stars game. So he's shown that he can uh, he can come off a spell and, and play great footy. So that's, that's a fantastic interview. Adam, Adam Dewey at one for the West Tigers. Wakeham at six. Laurie at 14. Uh, geez, I prefer Laurie as the one. Oh, I mean, he's come, he, he hasn't played a lot of footy this year. So, well, he missed last week. Um, look, he's there to be used obviously he's, he's, he's going to be on the bench so you know they'll use thought- him if they see fit they made some they shifted things around last week and they started to play some better footy they might put him on later in the game you know my thoughts around brooks that i still think he's underperforming well he's underperforming but uh, the whole the team money- is yeah i know that matt i know that but but what if all these changes happen and it's still not working when are we going to start when are the club going to start looking at brooks and go hey Mate, maybe you need some time in the resis well, to get all, your form it's, back. It's all good. It's all good, Jason, to have that um, thought process. But who do they replace him with? Is there someone that they think they can put in there that can do a better job? Because if there's not, things get worse. Well, they're not going. They're, they're, they're zero and three, mate. They are zero and three. But they actually started to play some decent footy at the back end of that last game. If they can the game just, was over. It was over. But they can just get on the back of that. I mean. They had eight we'll minutes or so to you know pull out of the fire. They didn't do it, obviously. But uh, Ryan Madison back this week, big in for the for the. Pen, the I hadn't Parramatta finished on the West Tigers. We continue. No, Parramatta <laughs> Eels, yes. Parramatta Eels. Ryan Madison back. That is, um, uh, couldn't come at a better time for him. Up against Penrith, they need some strength in the middle, and um, you know hopefully he can add that. Cotter out for the Cowboys. To Tyler out again, knee injury this time for the Rabbitohs. He got knocked out. In the first, I think it was the second ta- uh, tackle of 
the round one yeah, fixture. He's just come back. Sally uh, Headnock and Shaq Mitchell has been really impressive. He has He's been, been great, playing hasn't some he? big minutes yeah, for the yeah. Rabbits. Uh, ankle um, very short on middles. You mentioned that to to Jason Demetrio earlier. Yeah, it's a concern. I mean, look, the, it, it's a big game this week. Um, you know, we know uh, you know Manly have got some big edge back rollers. They've got some front rollers going forward. It's uh, they've got to match it in the middle, otherwise. You know, Manly could run away with it. Um, you know, if they get on the front foot, you, you don't want to be backpedalling and having Tom Dravojevic and Akulawatu and, um, you know, the like coming at you uh, on the back foot. Parker, I mean, it's it, they're, they're a good side, Manly. I'm changing my bet for the Broncos and Dolphins game. Felice Kafusi has been found guilty. You are and kidding is me. Unsuccessful in a downgrade. He will miss four matches. That is breaking news. That out is of the an judiciary. absolute joke. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm done. I'm, I, I, it, it is. That is the big news. I understand they're trying to protect players. I understand that. I get it. But if, if he wanted to go on with that, he could have cut him in half and really hurt him. He pulled out of it. He was in the motion of tackling as he was passing. He was from distance, but he didn't go on with the tackle. It wasn't a hit like Suoli's, like after the ball was passed and he hit him in the back. It was not that. And it was not like the hit he put on Brandon Smith where it went on, to it, went on with it and took him to the ground. He pulled out of the tackle. That, that is a – that is – I just – it blows my mind that this game sometimes looks for ways to get people out of it rather than keep them in it. It was a unanimous this, decision too, right? What's that? It was a unanimous decision by the judiciary. Yeah, right. Well, mate, they need to have a good look at themselves, those blokes. Oh, I'm not having a bet with you now for donuts uh, on the Dolphins. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm furious about that. I really am. It's like one of the biggest showpiece, like it's not a reason to put him in the game, mm. but have a think about it. Like he did not go on with that tackle. Okay. It's too late now though. No, it's a joke. Radio break time. This is Sports Day. Fired up rats in the Sports Day studio tonight. When we come back, we'll look at some of those names for the game. It's got to be better than the Battle of Brisbane. Um, one double two. Oh, I've got one. What quick? The reef and beef battle. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's as good as the Battle of Brisbane. There's one here from one two two. I shouldn't be reading this out, but it said, "What about the redneck rumble?" That is clearly <laughs> a text from New South Wales. Cut it out. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It certainly is, and a fired up Matt uh, Rogers here tonight on Sports oh. Day. Still blowing up in the commercial break about. It just and ruins, it is. Can uh, I just give the listeners sorry. the breaking news? Felice Cafusi, uh, he's bid to have his charge downgraded. Has been unsuccessful. Four week ban has been handed down. He will miss obviously the Broncos clash this uh, Friday nights at SunCorp and an extra three games. And the decision by the judiciary was unanimous. Mm. Yeah, I, I just can't believe it. Honestly, it's 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 not about uh, it's it's not it's not what our game's built on. Our game is a physical, hard battle. 
every time you go onto that field. And if we are going to suspend players for, it'll just it'll change it'll change the fabric of the game. And I know we've got to protect players. I get that. I'm mm. not. This was not. There was no high shot in this. He was. He was. If anything, a fraction late. Okay, penalty suffice. He pulls out of the tackle. You see it. He doesn't go on with it, and he gets three to four weeks, three or four weeks. Oh, no, okay, I've got, he's got some carryover points. Well, the points don't carry over. They're wiped clean at the start of every season, but priors probably Prize. have. And Mickey G from Woodbury has mentioned that. Um, got to move on from that. Um, some suggested names for the – I'm not a big fan of uh, – what is it? The Battle of Brisbane. So we're doing like or loathe tonight. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. That's the worst intro I've heard. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, it's not as bad as TLT. but oi. I'll copy. Broncos versus Dolphins. Surf and Turf. Keith from Tari. Thanks for your Surf text. and Turf soiree. This, you, you can't just call it the Surf and Turf because people are going to expect a, a beef and a lobster to rock up at their seat. <laughs> a lobster? <laughs> Jeez, you live in a different world, don't you? Or mud crab. What about Wayne's return for the urn? Jay from Springfield. Uh, but yeah, the urn. It's what not- urn? It's not the ashes, is it? <laughs> no, so no. we're loathing oh, that I get one. that. We loathe that one. Uh, hey, boys, what about the Caxton Street Classic? I like I don't, I don't mind that. 380, okay. It's going to be played there. Um, it's going to be played at the end of Caxton Street every year. Um, You'd like Bills. Bills is, hey, boys, we should call Brisbane Bayside Rumble and have a mud crab as a trophy. The Brisbane Bayside Rumble. Yes. I love it. Hit that yes button. Hey. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> and one more, the Bris Vegas cliffhanger. That's from Budster. Yeah. Thanks for your suggestions yeah. tonight. Some good ones. Uh, on Sports Day. Thanks for your text as well on 0457 736 736. I know it's been a bit of a uh, an emotional night. Uh, Sats joined mm. us at the start of the show. And if you did miss that, um, we're going to replay bits of that chat in in just a moment. But he wanted to come on the show and just start telling great stories about his dad. Yeah. And, and thank our listeners too for the for the amazing messages you've all sent in. You know, he, he came in and he was he was pretty emotional about it all, and he he was grateful to all of you out there that have sent those messages in. So uh, yeah, we thank you for those. Uh, Rooster Mungrel has sent us a text and says, "Woogie, it sounds like Rat is still filthy about that two hundred dollars yesterday." I am. <laughs> it happened to me again today. <laughs> Would you I know, I know. You first thing you mentioned to me. <laughs> all right, got to go to a break. Um, Our chat earlier with Scott Sattler, remembering his great dad, John Sattler, is on the way next on Sports Day. We'll catch you tomorrow night. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Sports Day, Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews. Mm. And our great mate, Scotty Sattler, popping into the studio uh, tonight. Boys, welcome to Sports Day. Sats, um, you rang me this morning and I, I was blown away when you said, hey, Jace, what do you think? Should I come in, have a chat? And I said, mate, it's up to you. And it takes a lot of courage for you to come in. And uh, given the state you're in and your, your family and, and, and the pain you must be going through after losing your dad yesterday, mate, it's only, it's, it's only what, just been over 24 hours. Um, yeah, mate, I'm surprised to see you. Yeah, I, I, thanks, guys. And uh, I listened to the show this morning, actually. So thanks for your, your tribute. Yes, that was outstanding. Um, 
Sorry if I keep breaking down. No, you're right, <laughs> yeah, mate. You're right. Take, keep taking deep breaths. But um, oh, I just felt as though that I want to start celebrating him. Yeah. Yeah, for so long now, so many people would would see me in the street and say, how's dad going? And you've got to try and explain, oh, he's not that great. You know, he's battling you know, dementia. And and when it was when it happened yesterday, I, you know, obviously there's that, that real grieving process, which we'll go, go through for a while at the moment. Um, but I, I just want to start celebrating how how good of a guy he was. Yeah, you know, everyone talks about his rugby league career, and you know, growing up as a kid, I looked at him as a fan, mm. as we do, Rat Day. Absolutely, I, you, you go you? to these events and and you see your dad getting stopped by everyone. Yeah, and and my dad and Rat, your dad was in pubs as well. So very <laughs> special people, the publicans back in the day, and. It means they're great with people and they give their time. Mm. Sometimes their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness, which means they give all their time to everyone else. Yeah, they're wrong, the wrong people. So yeah. think, oh, what about me? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I used to love watching him just just give everyone his time. And so, yeah, I want to start talking about – everyone knows how great of a rugby league player he was, how great of a leader he was. I, yeah, my greatest memories of how he tried to shape me is a – as a young man, watching the way that he just was with people. And I always use this, this quote that, you know, they said, what was it like growing up in pubs with your dad? And I said, he, he taught me to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister yep. in, in the one conf- conversation. So, you know, guys, I'm still going to do a lot of grieving. A lot of, I've never cried so much in my life, but um, I just want to start talking about him as a guy. Yeah, mate. And, I mean, our dads, I'll, 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 I'll put money on it. That your old man could be talking to someone, and you could go up to him and go, "You'd be like he'd, he'd known him for a year, for years." Mm. You know, when you meet him five minutes ago, yeah, and that's that's what they were like back then. Gary you know? Morgan, who you know through yep. rugby, Ratton, who I, you know, we I knew him through our fathers who played against each other, and and I got to play with Garrick at the Crushers, and we remained very good friends. And he texted me today, sorry to hear about you know condolences to your family. What I loved about your father is he made you feel like the most special person in the room. Mm. Wow. Bob McCarthy used to always say he looks like a choir boy, but he played like the devil. Yeah. And he said, I've, I've in so many time sats that I've been on the field with him. The perfect teammate, really. Per- yeah, I heard you say that yesterday. I, yeah. he, he, I looked at him the way that he was with his teammates, and and I just if I could understand why Clive made him captain in '67 and. And why it was such a big gamble, but he saw he was one of the only people that saw something in him. But Bob McCarthy used to always say, you know, he looks like a choir boy, plays like the devil. He said because I'd see him on a Sunday afternoon at Redfern, try and maim people who who were trying to stand over his teammates. And he said, and within half an hour after the game finishing, I, we'd walk out the front of Redfern Oval, and he'd be helping some old lady across Chalmers Street to the Leagues <laughs> Club. And he said it was just you know, just such a contrast to the guy that you saw on the field who. You know, he's famous for, you know, everyone says he broke his jaw in the grand final. He actually, he actually smashed it in three places, you know, and, and every, he's famous for that. But, you know, he was a tremendous rugby league player outside of that, a great team man. But, um, you know, just, yeah, just, just one of the real good guys. And so many people have, have texted me today and have said, yeah, I used to go and see him at the pub, the Stratty Hotel that he had or the Queen's Hotel or the Cecil or the Pacific or the, the Runcorn, the Lawton, the Redcliffe Hotel, all these pubs that we ran over the years and, and we lived in those pubs as well. And 
so many people have reached out and just sort of said, you know, he just he just made me feel so special when I came into the pub. He always knew what I drank, and he treated me like I was the most important person in in the world. So that's we've had a lot of people reach out uh, to us over the last twenty four hours and have wanted us to pass on, uh, you know, their condolences to you. And I told you about a couple today on the phone, and but we had people last night texting us, and even though they copped a wallop. From your old man in the pub, particularly running nude. Uh, <laughs> or... yeah. But yeah. He, you know, you go, come on, put your clothes back on and just sit over there and shut up. You know, yeah. like everyone said he did it with affection. And everyone's yeah. got a John Sattler story. Yeah, you know, he, he, he did. He touched a lot of people emotionally because he just he wanted to help people. He just always wanted to help people. He did. He did, yeah. And, mm. and as, I, as we just said, Matty, our father's. Their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness, yeah. and as sons, we know their weaknesses. Yeah. Um, from the outside, people see this this great person, which they are, but then as a as a child, sometimes you're craving their attention, but they're you know they're so hell bent on trying to help everyone else because they know that they're there to secure and protect their family. How did you How did you go with that, Sats? As a, as a young boy coming up, and like, I mean, John Sattler is just known by everyone is like the toughest human to, you know, lace on a footy boot. So how did you go with it playing as a young kid? Like it, As a kid, I was okay. My mum copped grief yeah. from other junior club parents. Right. Um, and to the point where I used to get physical on the sideline where she'd be attacked. And, <laughs> yeah. And then. <laughs> did, um, she, did she break anyone's jaw? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she only broke a nail, that's it. But, um, you know, and, and he never, he never entered his, into my football career. He never tried to give me a lot of. You know, a lot of advice. Jared mm. Wallace's dad, Craig Wallace's, and I were are very good friends, and and um, we played. We were the front rowers in the under nineteen runaway bay team. We'd gone through the whole season undefeated, and we played Blamble Jets in the grand final at Seagull Stadium, yep. and we were losing at half time. I remember we were walking into the dressing sheds, and my dad was waiting outside the dressing sheds, which he never did. Unusual, right? And he said to me, "If you lose this grand final, it's because of the two front rowers. It's always about the front rowers." And I looked at Wall, and Wall looked at me, and we went out and played like Arthur Beetson in the second half, both of us, and, and won the game. And yeah. he texted me about that today. And um, you know, I, I never, I actually, you know what, Ray, and I don't know whether you are the same. I never struggled with living in the shadow. I no, I, I, I didn't. I no. actually, I, I, used, I liked it. I used it as a privilege. I revelled it. I and, revelled in it. Yeah. And also, it meant that people were going to watch you far more closely than yeah. anyone else. So it sort of put a bit of pressure on a sense that you just got to be at your best. Yeah. So. You know, the, he always taught me make sure you got the firmest handshake in the room, which I've tried to push onto my son as well. And yeah, I you know I, I just want to start celebrating his life now. Didn't it's you, great. Sorry, it's, no, you go. It's right. great those those anecdotes that our, our dads teach us. You know, are, I was just, you know the same. You know, your dad stand up when you shake someone's hand, look them in the eye, firm handshake, all those little things that. You know, we you know that we talked about your, your dad's beautiful song, the South the, the oh. victory song that he sang. You listen to the words of that song, you say that's. They're, they're, they're the words of a bygone era. They're, they're, yeah. you, they don't sing those songs today. Yeah. And, but they were different men back then. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was with a young man the other day and, you know, some, a, a guy came in. It was an important person he had to meet. He didn't stay in his seat, put his hand up to shake his hand. I'm mm. just sitting there thinking, this, who hasn't taught this kid to stand up and shake someone's hand? Mm. Like, you know, the things that our dad's taught us that you remember and you pass on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the legacy that they leave us. You know, and it's up to us to carry on that mantle. Yeah. yeah. He's left a good legacy, Sax, because you're a good bloke. Um, and you've got a wonderful family as well. I, lo- I love the stories. And 
and I try to explain some of these last night to Rat, and I can't do them justice. But mm-hmm. oh, but, I've uh, heard, I've heard a lot about this kangaroo, mate. Uh, the the story, kangaroo. The story. I don't. I can't remember half the stuff you've told me on here and half the stuff you told me <laughs> off here. But, mate, I, I want you know you want to celebrate your dad's life. He, he was a tough man on and off the field, as we know. Can can you tell us some stories? I, in particular, can we start with the coat of arms? Yeah. Can we? I love this story. Yeah. So, um, when Hamilton Island first started, Keith Williams was the yep. guy that bought Hamilton Island, and and there was a guy on the Gold Coast, the Beattie family, who had all these kangaroos, emus. They had all this wildlife, and and um, Keith Hamilton bought the wildlife to send them up to Hamilton Island on this boat. And so we used to keep our horses there. My sister was a really good horse rider, and anyway. Um, the Beattie said to Dad, hey, can you help us come and transport all these animals into a truck so we can take up to Brisbane to put it on the, on the boat? And Dad said, yeah, no worries. So he went out there and they got a few on and then the, the sun started going down and it was getting really dark and there's no light in the back of the truck and, and he'd get the kangaroos and sorry to any of the animal activists out there, but, <laughs> but you know, it was a different time. It was. And so Dad would get the kangaroos up to the edge of the, the truck and they'd look in the truck and see how dark it was and they'd, they'd try and push push back but as you know the coat of arms the reason why they're facing each other the emu and the kangaroo is because they don't take a, a backward step so they'd sort of put, and anyway he'd, he'd get them up and he said right i'm going to get up in the truck you get them up and as they get in i'll sort of i'll sort of you know give them a whack around the chop <laughs> and while they're stunned we'll, we'll get them up yeah. the back of the truck <laughs> and so he did this to one to two and then all of a sudden he said i you know when you feel like something someone or someone's watching you he said, has anyone got a torch down there? I just don't know how much room we've got up here. And anyway, someone's shone a torch up. And he said, I was standing there and I was just surrounded by all these big red kangaroos. <laughs> and and he said, all of a sudden, they just attacked me. And he said, I was swinging and I was throwing rights and lefts and hooks and uppercuts. And he said, I, I reckon I collected a couple of I reckon a couple of them actually had to step backwards that night. But I remember as a kid hearing hearing all this commotion late at night. And I remember waking up and walking through the house and there was this, there was this blood stain going all up the middle of the house like someone had been stabbed. And I walked into the bathroom and Dad just had scratches and chunks of meat out of his whole body where the emus and kangaroos had beaten him up. He said, said, you know what, I've played for Australia, I've represented my country, I just got beaten up by the coat of arms. <laughs> Good. Uh, he's, a few good stories. Yeah, There's been troubles in his pubs and that along the way, and he's had yeah, to sort some stuff living out. Living the pubs was a great life. You know, I'd never give that back. It's as I said, it gave you the chance to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister, and in the one afternoon, and and um, and you know, every Friday night, all these ladies would would always say to me over the years, "Oh, your dad was always so polite." I'd always go into the pub on a Friday night. He'd always have a red rose there for me. But what they didn't realise is that. Dad had all the tradies in there on a Friday harvo and the wives and girlfriends would come to pick them up. And of course he didn't want them to leave because he enjoyed their company so much. He wanted the pub to be full. He used to get the fa- the flower lady to come around at five o'clock every Friday afternoon with a tray full of roses. So he'd buy them all a rose, which forced them to stay and have one or two more drinks <laughs> yeah, nice. and let their husbands stay. So... Um, Cost him two bucks, made ten. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, but the, you know, living in the pubs are great and... Yeah, you know, he was a non-drinker. He didn't drink at all but during his, throughout his career. When he retired in 75, he was 33 years of age. And his first year out of retirement, Carlton United Breweries asked him to go and run a pub in Gladstone. 
and he had to go and clean up this pub called the Young Australian. Yeah, we had text messages about this last yeah, night. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went up there as a non-drinker, and wow. and he was still super fit. Yeah. And from 1976 all the way through his last days in the pubs, which was only, you know, 10 or 11 years ago, there was always someone on a Friday night that would turn up to try and win back the title. <laughs> yeah, they'd, right. They'd have a lot under their belt, and they'd say, you know what? Where's Sattler? I'm going to go test him out. So, um, you know, but, uh, you know, a few of his teammates, the ones that are still around, have reached out. Um, Ellen Walters, who was a great hooker, played one comps with South and, and then went over the Roosters and won comps with Arthur Beetson in 74, 75. He's, he's still around uh, Orb. Uh, and uh, his daughter, Kendall, who I get on really well with, rang me yesterday. And, and he's not travelling too well himself, Orb. And, and she went to tell Orb that, you know, Dad had passed away. And he said, oh, I've lost my whole front row. Because no. mm. Lurch O'Neill's gone. And, yeah. Mm. Sats, you used to you used to irk your old man though when you were growing up because you used to you used to run around the house pretending you're Bobby Mac, weren't you, Bobby McCarthy? <laughs> he used to wear his and jerseys. he didn't like that, did he? Did you used to wear your dad's jerseys, <laughs> mate. I did. You know, you know, I, yeah, oh, mate, I used to wear my dad's uh, 1980s State of Origin jersey to training as like a 14 year old, not realizing what it was. I don't even know where it is now. How about that? Like, I've got a few be- beauties on the wall, but yeah, I used to wear them and you know pretend to be him or. You know, one of his teammates. Yeah, he used to hate. I used to run around and go, <laughs> it goes from Sattler onto Pittard, onto Sims. It's a long pass out to McCarthy, and McCarthy, there he goes, McCarthy, the bustling <laughs> second rower. And I'd be like eight or nine years of age, and he'd go, how come you're Bobby McCarthy? You know, I played as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, we've got to tell, we've got to tell um, Rat this story and our listeners, of course, too. Um, uh, I know your sister's overseas at the moment, Lisa. Is she okay? Is she good? Yeah, she's broken her arm and she can't come back because she's got to get surgery, right. which is killing her. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, when I rang her yesterday, you know, I was in the room when Dad passed away and uh, when he took his last breath and, you know, I walked out of the room and rang my wife back straight away and then I rang my sister who's in Canada seeing her daughter and, um, yeah, she's just distraught. You know, we, we, like anyone would be when... Mm. You can't be there for whatever yeah. reason. You know? um, so, yeah, she's and, – and then you know, I rang my mum. And my mum and dad have been separated for about 12 or 13 years, but they're still very good friends. And and um, I've got to say, last night outside of you guys, there's been a lot of people that have put up some great tributes, whether it's social media, um, on the news outlets, and and um, and the guys on NR360 last night, Braith and PK and, and Buzz – uh, and also Brent Reed did a did a tremendous testimonial as well. And I just want to thank everyone for all the all the well wishes. Mate, it's, our pleasure. It's been great. We love you, mate. Take care. Thanks, guys.